Welcome to Your Next Mission podcast with the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army and co-founder of the American Freedom Foundation, Jack L. Tilley. Proudly presented by Cavalry Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans. Hello out there, warriors, past and present, and your families. Thank you for serving our great country. And welcome to season three of Your Next Mission video podcast, a program initiative of the American Freedom Foundation. I'm Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major, I'm your host. And if you watched us in the past, and I know that you have, you may have noticed that we're coming to you from a brand new studio this year. We got a new look, you can see my shirt here, for a new season, and we're looking forward to talking to some most incredible guests. This is all possible because of our generous support of our presenting sponsors. I personally want to thank Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and Veterans United Home Loans for making your next mission happen. They love our veterans and family, and as I always say, we love them too. We have a great show for you today. We're going to focusing on the importance of service dogs in the lives of our wounded warriors. And I'm so excited to introduce Mary Peter, founder and executive director of training and operation for Canine Partners for Patriots. Uh, welcome. So excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Well, that's <laughs> well, I, I see I feel that enthusiasm, so I know you're you're pumped up. <laughs> I am. Be before we jump into all that's uh, going on with Canine for Partners and Patriots, would you like to tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. I am a certified master dog trainer, and I've been training dogs for 34 years in several different venues. I've founded three businesses, one for-profit and two nonprofits, all dealing with helping people with dogs, uh, uh, helping family pets, and also helping the, the disabled with service training. Oh, wow. You've, you've had a pretty active career as far as helping, uh, helping our veterans and helping a lot of different people. You know, Mary, yeah. this month is of September was a National Service Dog Month, a time devoted to raising awareness for uh, showing the appreciation of extraordinary work service dogs do. Mary, can you talk about the work that uh, Canine Partners for Patriots, you know, how did you get started? <laughs> uh, I saw a great need. Uh, it was heartbreaking, actually, just through my for-profit dog training business and having veterans that were just starting to come back from Iraq and Afghanistan and started showing up with a dog at my obedience training business because someone told them a dog would help with their PTSD, but they had no idea what that meant and what was involved in that. So when I started seeing more and more coming and watching them being unable to handle a civilian environment, um, hypervigilance and so many issues that I had not experienced before in my training business, I started talking to them and found that each of them had different levels of severity of PTSD and traumatic brain injury, and they were just crying out for help, and there was nowhere for them to go. Um, so my heart, it just really touched my heart. I knew that we could do something to make a difference, and um, I had to close my business so that I could focus strictly on helping these men and women that just deserved everything that we could give them and know that they just wanted a second chance to have their life back. And so 
we're honored to be able to try to do that for them. Yeah, I know there's, there's I, I asked you once before, as we was talking before, you have a, a lot of Vietnam veterans that are in there that you're assisting. I do. Yeah, yeah I think that's, you told me that, uh, do, you, do you have quite a few? I mean, I guess you got a mixture of both, don't you? But we do, we're getting more and more Vietnam vets. It took a long time for them to ask for help, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and as I shared with you before, I, I love all of our veterans. They're my family, but my heart especially, um, I get very emotional, but my heart especially goes out to our Vietnam vets to give them what they didn't have the opportunity to have when they needed it so badly uh, coming back that now we can at least make a difference. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, um, I, I don't know if, I think I told you before, I'm an old Vietnam vet. I was, uh, and we and when we came back from Vietnam, there wasn't anything that you, uh, that you, anything like this to assist them when they right. come back. And they, in fact, they didn't even really talk about post-traumatic stress or anything like that. No, shell shock. Yeah, shell, shell shock, absolutely. Mary, Mary, as we prepared for this discussion, I couldn't help but feel the passion uh, for helping our wounded veterans. Where did that come from and how are you putting it to work? Boy, <laughs> I think I, I've always had a heart for people that hurt. Um, I've always wanted to do something to make a difference. It was something I felt like God was just calling me strongly to do. Um, I've loved dogs since I was able to say the word, I think <laughs> when I was three years old yeah. and, and I care about people. And so when somebody looks at you in the eye and all they're asking for you is to please help them live, you can't not do something. Um, my dad is Navy, my husband is Army and my husband has traumatic brain injury. So, you know, we're, we're well aware of, of what goes on and, and what our veterans have suffered, uh, our active military as well, to keep our country safe. And for me, it was something I was called to do. I, I, I really didn't have a choice in my heart. I was called to do this and I had to stand up and do something. Yeah, I think that uh, God puts everybody on this earth to, uh you know, to do the kind of things that uh, that you're doing right now. And I, I just thank you for, for what you're doing. We're, we're talking with Mary Peter, founder and executive director of, of training and operations for uh, the Canine Partner for Patriots. And you're watching your next mission video podcast with me, your host, Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major. And, and don't forget, if you're enjoying this discussion, uh, please like us, click on that subscribe button below. Mary, to continue on the discussion, how do veterans qualify to enter the training program or to be able to re really receive a dog, a service dog? Well, what we have them do first is to go to our website and we have a tab. We make it as easy for them as possible. We have a tab that says veterans start here and it explains the program, um, what we require, which is, is really simple. I mean, we ask for an honorable discharge. We ask for a service-related diagnosis of TBI, um, uh, PTSD, or military sexual trauma that is um, service-related. We don't care if they're compensated for it or not. All we care about is that the diagnosis was due to their military service. Um, we look for uh, felonies, no felonies, no domestic violence or animal abuse, and then just a letter from their doctor stating that they feel that they're mentally and physically able to work with the dog. Yeah. And that's yeah. all we ask for. Yeah, Mary, who pays for that? What's the, where does the cost come from that? <clears throat> well, we apply for grants. Um, we've been fortunate to get support from the Department of Defense for the last eight years. Um, we get uh, one year 
one-year grants. We don't ever know if we're going to get one or not each year, but we apply every year. They help support the cost of our veterans. It's about $15,000 for us to put one vet and dog through the six-month training program. And so as any nonprofit, we're out there asking for money and for support so that we can continue to help. We don't ever want to close our doors or tell a veteran that we can't take them because we have no money. Yeah. How does the pro how did your program get how does it get certification? How do they get certified, receive certification, I guess? Um, they, well, there is no national certification for service dogs. And that's one of the things that we've been fighting with federally is to get uh, a national um, certification. Our association, the Association of Service Dog Providers for Military Veterans, um, is a is an accrediting association. I am one of the founding members uh, of that association, and I'm on the board of directors. So we do accredit other organizations that meet the, the strict stringent training uh, standards that we have created. So uh, once they're accredited, then the veterans that go through those specific programs, we can then certify the veteran through our program. Um, it's not a national certification, as I said, but our veterans that graduate from here are certified through Canine Partners for Patriots, which is an accredited service dog organization. Yeah. Is it, I, one last question. The, the, uh, are, is there other service dog organizations around the country? I'm sure there is. Are you connected with them? Like, in, you know, you're in Florida. Is there some in Oregon and Washington? I mean, all over the yeah. country, I'm sure. Yeah. Is there, how, do you have any idea how many there is? I, no, I, I know in our association, we have about 23 throughout the United States. Um, our organization actually mentors other um, service uh, organizations that are wanting to try to learn to do this. Uh, I've mentored uh, Montana and Wisconsin. I just had two contact me, one from Arkansas and another one from Florida, asking if I would help teach them how to do this so that we can um, continue on to spread this um, program to other veterans in need wherever they are. But we are a community model, which means we work with the veterans to train their dogs as opposed to the national model, which trains the dog for a vet and then brings the veteran in yeah. for a few weeks. Does any active duty personnel come to see, I mean, anybody that's active duty come and visit you and, and uh, receive a dog? Yes, sir. I just graduated one of my colonels. Oh, as a, a colonel, uh, full colonel? Oh yeah, I've had several. Yeah. Oh wow. Um, we've we've had several active duty. It just depends on you know whether they're going to be deployed again. There there are things that we have to look at to make sure it is uh, effective for them to be able to have a dog where they have to go. I keep saying last question, but I'm ask, I'm going to ask you one more because this is so interesting for the people that are listening. I'm, I'm hoping you're enjoying the discussion, but. The, the the other thing, I guess if they have a dog, I wonder if they uh, can deploy that dog with them if they're deployed, uh, you know, maybe to Iraq or Afghanistan or something like that. You probably wouldn't know the answer to that question. So. Probably not. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, I didn't think so. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're, you're watching Your Next Mission podcast. You're watching Your Next Mission, proudly presented by the Cavalry Agency. They help brands dominate no matter their size. Ideas, strategy, action. This is Cavalry. Learn more at Cavalry.com. Navy Federal Credit Union, the most trusted credit union owned by members of the military community, serving all branches of the armed forces and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. 
Purdue Global, providing affordable online education for hardworking adults. Learn more about a personalized, innovative, and world-class education at purdueglobal.edu. Veterans United Home Loans, the number one VA lender for five straight years. If you're buying, they're funding your dreams. Learn more at veteransunited.com. Now back to your host, the 12th Sergeant Major of the Army, Jack L. Tilley. Welcome back. We're blessed to be here today with Mary Peter, founder and executive director of training operation for K-9 Partners for Patriots. And I want all of our viewers to reach out to me directly. Tell us about, uh, tell us about your transition. Tell us about what topics you'd like us to cover on the, on the podcast. I mean, remember, this show is for you. You can also text me at 844-424-1134, and, and I'll reach back out to you. I'll call you. Or send me an email at smatilly at uh, yournextmission.org. Okay, let's pick it up where we left off. Uh, Mary, we're, we're really heading into our final segment with you today, and I, I hope you've enjoyed it as much as I have, and I really have enjoyed it. I probably got a ton more questions here. I just have, really just have a couple more questions. And I, and I love this next question here. I'm going to make sure I read it correctly. I love the quote from your website, okay? It says, dogs are not for whole, uh, oh, wait a minute, dogs are not our whole life, but they make our lives whole. I'm sure you have some wonderful success stories. Can you, can you share some of those with us? I can. Um, there's such a wide variety of things. I mean, some of the most wonderful successes are watching a veteran that comes here for the first time and can't get out of their vehicle to, to coming, finally come, being able to come through the doors and go through the training and leave here with their head held up, their, their family is beside them, their marriages are restored, their children are, have their parents back again. Um, we've had dogs that have saved our saved veterans' lives that, you know, I, I think I shared briefly with a veteran that during the fireworks and tried to take medications so that he could go to sleep instead of hearing the firefight that was going on in his head. And he took too much medication and started trying to cut his wrist and didn't realize he was doing it. And his service dog jumped on his chest and barked in his face and brought him back to the present to where he could call 911 for help. We've seen combat veterans and, and come in with no life in their eyes at all, um, not talk to anybody, won't, won't look at anybody. And you hand them a dog and they melt and they just put their arms around this dog. And every day we get to see the miracles of lives changing. And I can't, it's hard to put into words, but to be here and be blessed to have the privilege to watch this and, and watch our soldiers, our, our, our Marines, our heroes, be so grateful that somebody, there's a place where they can come that's safe, non-judgmental. We love them and, and they can get better and lives go on from there. And we're just, we're just grateful to be part of it. Mary, does the, does the family get involved? I'm sure the family gets a lot involved quite a bit when they're, when they're doing this. I mean, both the, both people are, I mean, probably even the children, I guess. Do they get involved? Yes. And as long as, as, and this sounds awful, but as long as the spouse or the significant other is supportive, they can be here. If they're going to be here and criticize everything that the veteran does, then they're not allowed here. Um, 
if they're supportive, but we just had a big event here Saturday with veterans, their children, face painting, music. We fed everybody. We had 60, 80 dogs under tables here, um, 80, 90 veterans in with their families. And we do that every three months. So we keep them all together as a family and uh, let them know we love them. Yeah. Mary, do, do you ever have some that just don't make it through the program, the training program? Yeah. Unfortunately, what's what's normally the problems they have? Usually it's because they come because they're being forced to by their family. My wife wants me to come. My mother wants me to come. This is a big commitment because they're training the dog and it's a lot of work. If they're not ready for it mentally themselves, they won't succeed. So yeah. They have to do it for them and not because somebody tried to talk them into it. And you can understand family members. They want their loved one to be better. But that yeah. love, that loved one, that person has to be able to do what it takes to do this. And until they're ready, uh, they'll start, but they'll back out. Do, do you ever have anybody that maybe you hire after they went through the training program, they come back and you hire them to work with you? Ten of them. Oh, ten of them. Is that right? Are, are they all still with you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> some are. Some are. Yeah. Because... Yeah. We, we do try to do that. We are better liaison. We've got um, some that work in our marketing and website and things like that. Um, we do try to train some to help be trainers. We try and where we see a need and a, and a fit, we do our best to try to, to put our veteran in there. Yeah, yeah. Mary, you're really making, really making a, a difference in the lives of, of a lot of wounded warriors. There's no question about that. I, I can't, you know, not just from me, uh, really from all the veterans that uh, that you have touched and uh, just listening, you've touched me. There's no question about that. Uh, I want to say thank you. Well, my, my pleasure. <laughs> well, but it's such a blessing for me. Well, but but the the fact of the matter is, there's so many people that talk about taking care of veterans and and really they don't do anything about it. They just sort of talk about it. You're a person that's uh, that really, quite frankly, has. Uh, stepped up to make a difference. Uh, let me ask you, how can, how can somebody reach out to you, and, you know, if they want to help, uh, you know, Canine Partners for Patriots, how do they do it? Is there a website or a phone number they can reach out to? Yes, sir. Our website um, is letter K number nine partners for patriots.com. Uh, we have all of our information there. Um, if anybody's local, we, we're always looking for volunteers. Um, people to do foster care for dogs for us, donate a dog, have a fundraiser. Um, you know, we, we need help. <laughs> we're, 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 as, as every nonprofit, you know, we're, we're working toward building a new facility, state-of-the-art facility, and we need, you know, we need people to come surround us and help us so that we're able to help more veterans. Yeah, yeah. Mary, this, you know, this is, uh, it's been great talking to you. And, and I just, uh, I, I, I just want to tell you again, I, I can't say it enough. Thank you for what you do. And, and thank you for making a difference. Uh, the people like you that really probably never, don't get too many pats on the back. Maybe the people around you do, but people like you, there's a lot of people that don't know the kind of things that you do and the, and the person that you are. So I uh, do, yeah, not, not just for me, but uh, really, everybody that uh, every service member, every service, uh, thanks a lot, Mary. I, you know, this is this is really quite frankly, it's went too fast. I'm sitting here thinking about a whole bunch of stuff. I probably need a service dog for myself. You know, I I think I told you before I've I've had PTSD for yeah. probably 40 years or something like that. 
Uh, any final thoughts, anything you want to share with the audience? If there's anything that I could come up to, to say, first, I do want to say thank you for this amazing staff that we have here because it takes a village to do what we do. And I couldn't do this alone. And we, we have a staff that lo loves our veterans and wraps their arms around them. But I want to tell people what I see our veterans fight with so much is the public and the abuse that they get from the public. So what I would leave everybody with this, please be kind. Just because you don't see a disability doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, I tell people all the time, you're exactly right. Uh, just because I don't have a scar that you can't see doesn't mean that I'm scarred. I'm not scarred, but... Uh, Wow. Those are the hardest ones. They are the harder ones. So, yeah, there's no question. I, in fact, uh, I, I mean, there's so many veterans. I mean, there, there's certain things that uh, I know when I talk about sometimes, I tear up and cry. It's hard for me to get through it. Me too. <laughs> I mean, just, most veterans are probably, especially I think as you get a little bit older. But uh, again, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you do and, and keep up thank that good work. So thanks to Mary Peter for uh, Canine Partners for Patriots for you know, for being with us today. And I'm Jack L. Tilly, 12th Sergeant Major of the Army. You've been watching your next mission video podcast. And, and thanks for watching today. You know, uh, we're going to have a lot more shows and I want you to come back and, and be with us. But, but, but please visit our website on yournextmission.org and, and leave me a review. I mean, I can take it if it's a good review or a bad review, but leave me something. Remember, we're, we're all part of a family. You can also visit our partners there who can provide you with so many services that will assist you in your transition from the military. Also, please visit our, our corporate partners and see all the jobs that are available for you. Please know we want to assist you in, in any way we can. I want to say that again because I want you to make sure you're listening to me. Please know we want to assist you in any way that we, we can. Please follow me on all my personal social media channels. Again, I never thought I'd ever say anything like this, but... Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And if you've enjoyed this discussion with Mary, and, and I know that you have, please like us. Click on that subscribe button. But don't forget, we want to hear from you. Please leave me a message or, or send me a text at 844-424-1134 or send me an email at uh, smatilly at yourmixedemission.org. Thanks again for Mary Peter for being with us today. It was a, a great having you on the podcast. And and I always want to lift you with, uh, leave you with a, a, a final thought. And today I want to, I'm going to, and I'll leave you, every show we have, I'm going to leave you with a final thought to let you know. But today I'm going to talk about the circle of life. You know, sometimes people stand in one circle and, and they never step out. They never, they never grow. They never develop. They never see uh, what's on the other side. And when you step out of the circle, you, you educate yourself. You develop yourself. You have dreams that you want to do. So, so make sure you get out there and, and do those kind of things. The second thing I'm gonna tell you, it's about attitude. It's about believing in life, believing in God, believing in the things that you're, you're doing each and every day. We live in a great country. We live in a wonderful country. Look at the good things in life and don't, don't try to dwell on the negative things. Again, thanks for watching and thanks to Cloudcast Media, New Mind Studios, and of course our our four presenting sponsors, Calvary Agency, Navy Federal Credit Union, Purdue University Global, and and Veterans United Home Loans. We appreciate all you do for our military. And as always, I'm never gonna stop doing this either. See you on the high ground. Hooah! You've been listening to Your Next Mission, brought to you by the American Freedom Foundation. Learn more by visiting yournextmission.org.